Hello and welcome to Blogging with Chi-Chi, an interactive platform where we speak about everything and anything. Well, not as random as that sounds, but we speak about our stories, our journeys, our experiences, which will always be relevant, current and necessary. I am your host, Chi-Chi, and your voice matters. Welcome to the show. Let me just start this episode by apologizing for the delayed upload. It has been like forever, I know, but I'm an architecture student who has a lot of deadlines and a lot of exams. But still, I really do apologize and I would like to thank you all for your patience. Anyway, I'm back with another episode and just as I promised previously, I have a special guest. So we all know that this platform is about healing through speaking, sharing our stories, sharing our journeys, learning and growing from one another. And today I have someone who I relate to and probably many of you will also relate to. She's someone who grew up with a lot of personal insecurities, especially issues that had to do with body image. And growing up as an athlete, she, like me, had quite a toned physique. But due to all the childhood teasing, the bullying, the mocking, she kind of became insecure about her body and about herself. She started hating, you know, what she saw in the mirror. She wanted to look a certain type of way, not really being comfortable with who she was. However, through all that pain, through all that drama, all that stigma, she has finally come to a place where she has the courage in accepting herself. And not just accepting, but embracing who she is and enhancing the qualities that she already possessed. Today, she is a proud editor and videographer in cinematography, and she is an independent Herbalife distributor and an upcoming fitness coach who takes her personal fitness seriously. You can go ahead and follow her fitness journey on her Instagram at Carmel Nsita. Please help me welcome our special guest today, Carmel Nsita. Carmel. Yay. <laughs> Thanks Welcome. for having me. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I'm so happy to have you today because I know how difficult it is to be open, just to be, you know, very vulnerable to people that you don't yeah. even know. So thank you once again just for joining me today on this platform. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, thank you for having me. Like, it's always a pleasure to kind of share my journey with others in hopes that, you know, not just relate and feel comfortable with relating to the story, but actually finding hope in it and seeing that they can also go far beyond the place where I'm at now. So it's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad. Okay. So, um, I would just like to, you know, I, I went through your story and I could really relate to it because it was very similar to to what I have been going through. So when I think mm. about it, you know, just going through the motions of life, you know, just like getting all this insults, all these mocks about your body and not being comfortable with who you are. I just want to know, like, when did you start feeling this way? When did you start feeling uncomfortable with your body? This is weird, but like I'm, I was never aware of my body. Like I wasn't aware of anything about it until people, I think that's with everyone, like until people start pointing out things mm-hmm. and they start making fun of it. That's when you start being aware of what you actually are, or what you look like. 
like I remember being very comfortable with my body up until high school and then there was a time where you know when you when you're wearing your school skirt or your school yeah, dress yeah. or something and then people just be like oh my word you have very strong legs you have fit legs yeah and then you become aware of it immediately or they'll be like oh my word you have so much range you look like a man that's when you become aware of these things like i've never actually seen it mm-hmm. but as soon as people started pointing it out to me then i've started becoming aware of it and then there was a time where there was like this whole trend of like thick girls, you know, those guys going over, oh, thick girls, this, thick girls, that. Yeah. Especially during winter, they're like, oh, thick girls. There was like this, I, yeah. remember this, yeah. I think it was grade eight. There was this trend going on. Obviously, in that season, if you know you're not a thick, you like, you will mm-hmm. get the attention if you are a thick girl or within, within the tent. But I wasn't getting the attention. And obviously that made me aware that, okay, cool, I'm, I do not fit in that category. There's something that I'm lacking. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's something that is being favored at the moment. And I'm obviously not mm-hmm. within that group. So there is something that I'm lacking. And I obviously want to be accepted. I also want to be noticed. So people are pointing out and making it clear that this is what they want. Mm-hmm. But I'm obviously the opposite of that. That's when I started becoming aware of yeah. my body and what it looked like. And that was when my insecurity started mm-hmm. and um, I avoided wearing skirts and dresses as much as possible just not to show. Because you know when you're wearing pants or anything that's like covering your body, it's so easy to make yourself change. Like yeah. by wearing two pairs of jeans, two pairs of stockings under your mm-hmm. jeans or anyway, just to make yourself look thick yeah. and just fit into whatever is the trend at the moment. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of like where I started becoming aware of my insecurities. So, okay, you know, I can really, like, when I think about that, I know that also when I was growing up, that was the same thing that happened to me because as a child, you're not really conscious of things yeah. around you. You're just so carefree and you don't care. But it's when people yeah. start, like, you know, pointing out, like, no, this is wrong and this is not supposed to be like this. Mm-hmm. Then you start feeling, you know, so I can truly relate to that. So also when mm-hmm. I think about it, for me, I was um, teased at school, in high school, but mine also started in primary school. So I was teased mm-hmm. at school and then when I would go back home as well, my elder brother would tease me and sometimes like his insults were even worse than the ones that I received mm-hmm. while I was at school. So sure. that, you know, played a, a big role. So like when I think about that, I also kind of wondered, did you, did your family have a role to play, you know, with your lack of self-esteem? Was there like, you know, anything from their part? Um, not really, but when I would lose weight, mm. then they would, my, well, my mom used to point it out, but obviously she's a mom, she sees these things, and I know yeah. obviously she, she wouldn't do anything to hurt me, because mm-hmm. I know she loves me, and I've seen that, so she would just be like, you're losing weight, come on, you're losing weight, like, what's happening, you're not eating, and obviously because I had all these different stresses in my mind, I'm going through all these emotions, like, yeah. I had emotional baggage, and then, you know, just all these different things, you know, growing up as a teenager, you start becoming aware of things, yeah and then all of that stress was causing my body to change and mm-hmm. she would point it out like you look so thin but obviously because you know like <laughs> it's weird because when i stress i don't look after myself properly yeah. like i wouldn't eat properly so mm-hmm. imagine stressing about being thin and stressing <laughs> makes you more thin but stressing <laughs> about being thin so it is kind of like it is, it's difficult so i you know it's just so frustrating i yeah, definitely I, I, don't think my family my really family 
but I would definitely say I think my friends and like family friends they would play a big role they played big roles in that because maybe I'd go to a family gathering mm-hmm. but it pointed out oh my word you lost weight you look so thin now what's happening I mean it makes you feel bad because in in your mind you're convincing yourself oh my word I'm, I'm exactly. you know I'm yeah. trying so hard to gain weight and then someone just tells you you're losing weight mm-hmm. and then you like break down you're like oh my word so like mm-hmm. you said if I'm stressed out then like I can go one day and not eating would really show so I hated it sure. my my mom I don't know my mom used to notice and she would tell me but she would be more concerned like you are you okay mm, you know yeah. you know but other mm. family members would be like why are you losing weight you know like just in mm. a way that you don't really like it and sometimes I think about it and I just feel that at these moments you know we as when you are you're so young you need a parent or some that that role model yeah. that, you know to be the ones to to truly encourage you and you know to really help you with all these insecurities because i feel as children yeah. you're very you're so vulnerable you know it's so easy to believe things mm. so you need that you need that structure to really believe in but unfortunately not all parents are available and yeah. also sometimes you're not really very open you know you're not open mm. and you can't speak so when i was growing up i didn't have anyone to really speak to and you like you know have anyone that you could really confide in could you speak to anyone about like this insecurities to be honest i've never ever <laughs> when it came to my body and my body weight mm-hmm. to be honest the first time i actually really came open about it was when i shared that post on facebook and then that's when i got a lot of attention from a lot of people that even people that know me they're like oh my word i wouldn't i wouldn't have known yeah. you know you look so confident you look so good mm-hmm. but how can you be insecure that you know people are so shocked because they don't know that for me it was just a thing of i don't think anyone would understand i never really confided in my friends i just felt that they wouldn't understand me or yeah yeah true you know i also think like it's it's not very easy being open with people you know because i feel you can only you can only be open with someone you think will be able to understand you know so mm. when you have these people that are also contributing to it there's no way in your mind that you believe that they will be able to understand you it will look like maybe you're just you know talking you just nagging yeah and it's difficult mm-hmm. it's difficult to walk this road alone hey like it is a difficult road to walk alone cuz imagine you're struggling with something on your own nobody knows not even your mom not even your brothers nobody knows you have this thing in the dark you've been walking with for like years on your own honestly it's, it's it was difficult i can't imagine i feel your pain cuz like i know not just me but so many people are going through like currently going through the same thing where they feel that you know, yeah, it's just yeah. them even when i first brought out my first episode people texted me and were like what i never knew you were going through you know like mm. they don't they don't yeah. on the outside you look like this person that's so happy but on the inside you are facing so many mental battles it's it's really difficult mm. so like speaking of clothes because you i remember you saying you know you couldn't really wear certain things you know so i i can yeah <laughs> relate to that because I really mm. avoided buying um sleeveless tops, buying um shorts, skirts, anything that would show my legs. And the worst part is that sometimes it would be like maybe 35 degrees outside and I'm here wearing mm. this hot clothes. Like you know everything is just covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my way. I thought I thought I was the only one that was that crazy, but that was me as well. Like exactly. That was me. <laughs> You know, I was like, I told, I, they would be like, aren't you feeling hot? You know, it's so hot. And I was like, no, no, I'm okay. You know, so 
I mean, how can you go to such lengths because you, you don't feel comfortable? So, like, I start to like were there any like measures like were there any extreme measures you tried to kind of fix this or try to hide this yeah definitely relate to i would wear a thick coat mm-hmm. in the heat i wouldn't care i just to hide my veins because it's the thing i hate the most like honestly when i look at my hands and i see my veins come out i just feel like uh, i'm getting a bit more i'm getting used to it now yeah. but like before i hated it and um one of the extreme measures that I took was so so there was this girl that recommended um, these pills for me to take that she was taking as well so it's basically you take it before just before you eat a meal it's supposed to kind of increase your appetite and like it helps it just helps you gain weight because I was struggling to eat Uh so these pills I I was taking and it was honestly used to drain me Uh it was making me nauseous I would vomit when I I bought it because I bought it at Tricks Mm-hmm. So I went there and there was a lady and I asked her like, hey, do you guys have these pills? I'm looking for these pills. And then she was like, do you maybe want to check with your doctor first? You know, just yeah, get a prescription yeah. just to check if you're okay with taking this because you kind of need, um, it's, it's not just something you can just buy and take. Like you have to know if it's okay with your doctor yeah. because of the like medical issues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't take it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then she gave it to me and then I bought it and then I started taking it. And then like after a few days of just trying it, like I was falling asleep yeah. at work I was very drowsy I was dizzy I was like you know mm-hmm. felt like puking and and then there was a day when my mom found it actually in, in my bag and she's like what is this what is this for and then I was like oh snap yeah. but for me <laughs> for me it was, it was more of a fear of what if she thinks it's something else like yeah. you know what if she thinks I was thinking because <laughs> yeah that was my, that was my thing what if she thinks it's contraceptives or what yeah. so I'm like oh, okay cool because how am I going to tell her about this weight gain thing like is she going to believe me is she not going to believe yeah, me is she yeah. going to think it's something else then mm-hmm. I told her no it's just something that I'm using to help me with my appetite intake you know just to increase my appetite and she started screaming you know she was shouting she was furious mm-hmm. and she was just you know like you can't just be taking anything what if something happens to you what am i going to tell the family yeah, and the yeah, dog yeah. and i was just like ah like I, I just i was just stressed out at that point and i think that's when she actually became aware of the insecurities i have mm-hmm. like because i have a sense that she understands me now yeah because she does support me with my fitness journey and my weight gain because i'm with herbalife mm-hmm. now and i'm on the weight gain program and she's been seeing my progress and she is supporting me and she's happy with how I'm doing things now like yeah. in a more healthier way yeah she's fine with it mm-hmm. she's not like complaining about anything because she knows that you know like it's yeah. at least it's genuine it's, it's something that's to do, yeah. better for my health yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was the extent that I went to like taking these yeah, pills that I didn't get any prescriptions for like I could have died because what if I was doing those things because I was taking them what you what you should do is take um, I think you take it twice a day before your meal but I used to take it before and after every meal <laughs> and that was like crazy like I could have died honestly yeah yeah I, I could have died I, I don't know if it's the same I don't know if it's the same pills or something but I know also when I was in high school basically I had this friend and she used to um, also be skinny we were both very thin and then we knew another girl that was mm. thin but suddenly we saw her gaining weight mm. so my friend told her that 
yeah, she has these pills that we can take, you know, let's take these pills as well. And then we were like, okay, so mm. with no prescription as well, I, I don't think my, I, my side effects were not as extreme as yours, but like the whole dizziness, the whole thing, you know, of feeling sleepy throughout the day. I couldn't even concentrate in school. And I think she even had worse symptoms because like she stopped seeing her periods, which is yeah, very scary. Yo. So I like when I heard that, I was just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not taking this. I'm not taking this pill anymore. So it's it's so sad that you can really hate yourself that much to want to go to such extreme measures, you know? Like why do we want to fix things? And it's always because in this world we have a stigma of what you should be like, you know. We have let society mm what you should look like and I don't think that that is supposed to be like that because no one is the creator of anyone so you cannot tell me that I have yeah. to look like because this is your preference yeah. I wanted to ask you what do you feel mostly contributed to you like what was what was the most contribution you know what were the different things that contributed to you feeling this way because when I think of it everyone has insecurities but we all face different challenges and i feel like as a um african as an african child maybe even a black african child i feel these insecurities are yeah. even more amplified like even your environment you have parents that are like you know it's strict in the in a sense you can't really speak to them as an african yeah. child you don't have that type of relationship with your parents yeah and you know also you live in an environment where um we as black people start hating on ourselves I, I don't know mm. if you've experienced where um, you've been in a class of, let's say you're the darkest person and then even the other black people make fun of you for being so dark. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, no, I, I've also had that experience. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in primary school, I was actually the darkest um, person in my class. And mm-hmm. to top it all up, I was the only foreigner. So you can imagine what yeah. that was like. So being the darkest and your foreigner the two of that like i remember there was this specific boy that used to tease me and used to call me caramel chocolate brownie and looking at it now like and i would laugh about it because it's funny and i think it's actually cute for now but back yeah. then i would cry hey. yeah because i know why he's, he's calling me caramel chocolate brownie because they are those brownies are dark mm-hmm. and i'm like you call it you know so yeah. like it's so weird because even to answer your question, you asked me what do I think is the thing I contributed most to my to my um insecurities? Yeah. Definitely social media. Mm-hmm. Social media is all about trends. It's all about yeah. what's happening, what's what's the hottest right now, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that plays a role for everyone. I think because mm-hmm. obviously we know those those a time where there was a time where you you actually pointed out and I you know kind of just reiterated on it when you mm-hmm. said. When the Trey songs, when Trey songs released the song, oh, yeah. oh Nana, Nana. <laughs> oh Nana, why you gotta? That's that when that song came out, that just mm-hmm. promoted fit goals. That's when all of a sudden things just changed, and all of yeah. a sudden, you know, oh goals. Mm-hmm. There's all the guys on. Oh, I want, I want my girl with a flat tummy. I want my girl with a six pack, all toned yeah. and all that. But before that, there's only big butts and big boobs that were in fashion. But now all of a sudden. Mm-hmm as toned females and you know so it's all about social media i think as a celebrity as well like the bigger guys up there they mm-hmm. actually don't know but they hold great power in their hands like they choose what's in thing because yeah. if you look at it all the people that um would support Nicki minaj they would all want bigger butts and plastic surgery and all of that mm-hmm. so it depends on who you're following you know and what are you exposed to and you know as teenagers we're exposed to everything facebook yeah. you see a picture of this What's funny is that some people don't even like the things they like. They just like uh-huh. it because of the fact that it's trending. 
and they yeah. also want to fit in and so everyone's in the space where they all kind of fit in yeah I, I wish people could like see how exhausting it is I'm just thinking like okay so first of all I there was one time I actually um, did some research on like the history and evolution of female bodies so I did art at school and then if you see how they portrayed women they portrayed them as not big but you know it was kind of a more natural approach like you have a bit of a stomach and you have stretch yeah. marks and, you know and this was what they glorified and then in the age of fashion came in and they wanted people that were paper thin and then as th- things mm, advanced mm. and they wanted really big girls and then they were like you know what no now we want people that are kind of thin but thick that slim thick and then this yeah. um, whole Trey Songz thing comes out and everybody wants to be fit so I'm like do you know how exhausting it is? You want me to be like, you want me to have be thick, but you want me to have a very thin waist, but you want me to be muscular. Yeah. But you want me, like, how do you want the human? Like, it feels like, yeah, it feels like everyone is just trying to play God. Like they all trying to play this big role of oh, let's mm-hmm. create this, oh, let's make this, this, this. So it's and it's so exhausting. It's it's really sad that um people have to get influenced by these things. Like you said, all these celebrities on this high, you know, high spot, they are the ones, you know, mm. setting the trend. And they don't, I don't think they even understand the type of power they have. Because I feel the reason why people really get dragged into this is because everyone lives in a world where they are not comfortable with who they are and they are seeking validation, seeking acceptance, you know? Because when you don't like yourself, you want someone to prove to you that you are worthy of being liked. So that's why when they yeah. post all these things and you see this is what is trending, then you also want to be like, yeah, I want to be like that so that people will also look at me, you know, as this person that is also, you know, trending. It's it's really it's really sad. And, and yeah, I also even wanted to ask you, when did you finally get over all these insecurities? Um, I would be lying if I say I'm over it fully, completely. Yeah. That would be the biggest lie. <laughs> but I will definitely say I'm more comfortable with who I am. Mm-hmm. And just with that being said, like, for example, there are few days where I would struggle with some things, like where, you know, I have to convince myself, you know, where this dress actually looks nice on me. I do look beautiful in it. You know, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna choose to believe that I do because, like, you know, so it's still a thing that I have to battle. Or maybe when I would wear a sleeveless top, like, oh my word, my veins are out, but it's fine, it's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you kind of like have to convince yourself of that whole thing. So yeah. I, I won't say it's something that I'm completely over, mm-hmm. but I've just taken a different approach to it. I'm like, okay, cool. I know these things look beautiful on me, but society messed up this image for me and I'm choosing today mm-hmm. not to let that. So, you know, you know, kind of like speaking it over yeah. yourself yeah. and speaking the confidence that you need over yourself. So I feel like that's a very important thing we as women need to do. It's, it's you know, it's a gradual process. I, I can truly relate to that because I know, like you said, it's you can, I don't think, I don't know if there's anyone, I don't know if there's anyone who is completely so secure with how they are and like, you know, that you have no insecurities whatsoever. I don't think that that's true because I know for myself, it's still a gradual process. There'll be days when I can wake up yeah. and I'm like, you know what, today I feel myself, I can wear, wear no sleeves and whatever and I'll go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then there will be days when I'll be like, you know, like, I'm not feeling that, you know, I'm not feeling so, so I'm just going to wear my, my long sleeves. So I feel like you said, you have to keep speaking to yourself and you have to be that, your, your hype, you know, like you said, you just have to. Yeah, you have to hype yourself up. You have to hype yourself up. You have to. You just have to, because that's important. You have to be your own cheerleader, honestly, because mm-hmm. 
I think that's very important. And also, I really feel like something that helped me a lot was the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just ask myself, am I going to continue following these trends? Because you know, tomorrow there's going to be a new trend. Mm-hmm. Next week there's going to be a new trend. Next year there's going to be a new trend. Everything is just going to keep changing. Everyone has a different mindset. Someone's going to come with something new. But I ask mm-hmm. myself, what is that one thing that I know will never change? God. Yeah the word of god it's been something that i stood on forever and a scripture that actually stood with me was romans 12 verse 2 mm-hmm. and it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm-hmm. then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is mm-hmm. his good pleasing and perfect will and obviously i know god's will for me is not to be insecure about my body god's will is not for me to feel like i need to be someone yeah. else He wants me to love me for who I am, and he wants to use every part of me for his glory. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to stand on. I want to stand on the Word of God. And what does the Word of God tell me? The Word of God tells me I'm beautiful. I'm loved by Him. I'm fearful. I'm made in His image. You know, I'm good. And I realize me hating myself and wanting to be someone else who's actually me sinning because I'm breaking God's heart. Like even sometimes there were times where I actually idolized. my fitness journey like those time when I was so, I was so you know like I was so confident in who I am but I was kind of idolizing it like oh my word like you know mm-hmm. like oh my word I'm I'm feel good I look good and sometimes it's good to be good and you know it's good to be um confident but sometimes when you become a slave to that you actually lose sight of what the truth actually is and I started kind of idolizing my fitness journey mm-hmm. I mean it was good because I want to look fit and I want to be comfortable with who I am but it became an idol in my life and God had to point it out for me and it was actually heartbreaking and I knew the cool God I hear you like this is not what you want for me you know like God is enough he wants you to know that he is enough and he is all you need yeah. you don't have to try so hard don't try so hard to make yourself feel like you're enough God is enough for me yeah. and that's when I tied the two together and I was like okay cool I was trying so hard to make myself be good for myself mm-hmm. but forgetting that actually because of God I am good already because I made in this image yeah. yeah that's really very touching honestly I feel a lot of people can learn from this you know what advice would you give to others who are kind of going through the same thing not necessarily exactly the same thing but yeah feeling insecure about yourself not liking what you see for me I think the one advice i would give to people is that you know just ask yourself would you rather stand for something or fall for anything and i think that just answers yourself because everyone wants to stand for something mm-hmm. like you want to stand by something constantly yeah. you wouldn't want something that keeps changing we all love we all speak about oh consistency 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 would you want to stand by something that's constantly or forever changing because change is draining mm. it's draining And let's be honest the only thing that never changes is God's word. Yeah. So stand by God's word. You know another thing that I that I always tell myself and I remind myself about is that the only one who can truly satisfy the human heart is the one who made it. Yeah. So why are you worried about someone in the world like why are you worried about what the next person is saying? Mhm. But they didn't even create you. You don't know what they're going through as well. God created you. He knows what's best for you. He knows what you want. He knows what you need. So why would you focus on what the outside will be saying? Yeah. Instead of just focusing on what he's saying and he already knows your heart like he understands you more than anyone else does. He created you. Exactly. So just stand stand for something. I think that's the real advice I can tell you like stand for something and that something is God's word. 
thank you so much for that oh my god we learned i so much like speaking to you is very inspiring honestly because i think it's it's easier to relate to someone when you hear yeah. someone that understands what you went through you know so we get mm. your perspective of you struggling with you know your own journey and how did you get over mm. you know it's i know it's we're not complete no no one is i don't think anyone is completely over it but life does become mm. when you sort of start making room for acceptance Mm, mm. And also just to kind of add just to kind of add on that you can't like I, if I'm feeling insecure the dumbest thing I can do is go to social media start scrolling because <laughs> I'm going to yeah. see things that are going to add to that so what am I feeding myself with? yeah so that's just kind of like it's very important to know because there's a saying you are what you eat and same with same with your mind what are you feeding your mind with are you feeding your mind with social media mm-hmm. what is trending are you feeling in mind with god's word so you are what you eat so just be careful of what you yeah. indulge yourself because i think yeah. that's going to play a major role in um, who you become yeah. as a person so that's that's something i discovered as well yeah very true oh my god this was this was so interesting honestly. i really enjoyed talking to you <laughs> i i i loved it it was really it's really nice that's why i i want i like this platform because to heal we need to speak about our problems you know like you mentioned before yes when you go through something alone it's so difficult you know it's so hard to take in all those things but once you um mm. kind of start speaking about it you're not just healing you're not just exposing it but you're letting room for people mm. to see that you know you're not perfect yeah. we get to see each other for who we truly are and then we get to learn from our, ourselves and become you know the people who can encourage each other because we can truly relate to ourselves so yeah. this is really very enlightening and i really want to just thank you so much for being so open i know it's not it's not an easy thing yeah but you were really very open and very clear i have learned so much and i know that people who will listen to this are learning so much as well I would just like to thank you again. <laughs> and um I want everyone listening to go and check out Carmel's Instagram page. You can really follow her journey. So everyone who would like to, you know, start their own fitness journey, please check out Carmel's Instagram at @carmelnsita. Um I will see you guys next time. Please don't forget to subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Anyway, thank you guys for listening and yeah, see you next time.